For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So, with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. <laughs> You're being really professional there. Uh, good evening, and welcome along. It is, of course, the day trippers. It's the club because we just don't do it on Tuesday night anymore. We got rid of the Tuesday part. It could be on any random day during the week, but it is uh, found a home on a Wednesday night after the Champions League matches. Another Champions League win, four 0 turned out Liverpool against Red Star Boyle Grade. Uh, the scores tonight, of course, were um, Firmino, Salah, and Mane. Strangely enough, although Mane should have had more than one. Idiot. Uh, anyway, this is, of course, the club. It's brought to you in association with Redsbet. Redsbet are a betting site tailor-made for Liverpool supporters. Redsbet aims to share half of the net profits with Liverpool supporters and fan causes. So no matter what, the fans end up a winner. Check out the odds on redsbet.com or download the Redsbet app. Share the glory and gamble responsibly. I know we keep promising the bets that the Redsbet keep promised to send us along, but they never seem to get us in to us just before the show. If they did, I would have got Joe on a lot earlier to do a, a betathon with us, uh, with, all the, with, with the thing thing. Anyway, in tonight we've got a short and crew because it is a post-match special. I've got it with me. I've got Dave Thomas coming back. Good to see you, Dave. Thanks very much. You've caused yes. you caused a few waves on Twitter there during the week, yeah. and uh, I decided that we'd uh, may as well bring you back in so me? people see what you look like. No, yeah. I'm a wallflower. Um, and beside him, of course, is Big Joe Walsh. Big Joe. How are you, how are you building building a profile, Joe. That's what I like to see. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Building a profile. Uh, of course, Gav hasn't got us on guest cam, otherwise I would have introduced the properties. He's going to look at the guest cam and done ESPN and it would have been fantastic. But instead, he's put us on the full camera angle because uh, he is Gavin and he just doesn't listen to what he's been told to do. Um, up to, right, so look, we're going to talk. We, we've just won 4-0 and we're all very happy in the room, um, sort of. Um, plenty to talk about plenty of things to get get through and we're only on for 20 minutes because uh, we want to go and finish out the rest of the podcast that you can download tomorrow on iTunes or on any podcatcher app and the feed will be up there and that's where you can go listen to the, the full brief of what we have to talk about tonight um, but to get us kicked off Dave yeah Shakiri. yeah Shakiri. I'm out tonight he's a big lad I love him he is I love him the weight of pass I mean he was brilliant tonight. weight of his arse it's, it's huge. Well, I think the weight, the big ass, helps with it the, does. the weight on the pass because he's got a like he doesn't want to be playing too many. Before know? before we celebrate how brilliant Shakiri is, I was watching a picture of him training in Anfield last night, right? And I swear to God, I looked at it and it looked like a fella who was about three stone overweight playing the Lancer <laughs> Senior League. It looks like there was a roll underneath the tracksuit top as he bent down to kick the ball. I was going, how is he even playing football? But it is. I love a little barrel. I've always loved a little bar of a footballer. Wanted yeah. Shakiri for years. I'm delighted that this thing is working out. Yeah. 
I mean, the last barrel we had was Charlie Adams, so at least this one is working out a lot better. I thought he was great. I thought he was great uh, <coughs> against Huddersfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he had a great game, and I thought he was really strong tonight, actually. Yeah. Uh, you know, first 10 minutes, I think everyone was struggling a little bit with the shape, and he couldn't get on the ball. You know, a lot of the players couldn't get on the ball. But after the after the 10 minutes, he ran the show. And in both the Huddersfield game and tonight, what I've been surprised at is how comfortable he is in the middle of the park. Mm-hmm. You know, just keeping a play taken over, I think his through balls are very good. And, you know, we kind of talked a little bit about it offline going, well, this is what probably Oxlade-Chamberlain would have been doing if he was here. So we probably all thought Shakiri would slot in the front three yeah. as a as an alternate. But actually, I think this role at the, at the front of the midfield behind the three lads ahead, uh, he looks made for it, which I'm surprised at because I wouldn't have said that uh, before he came in. Okay. Joseph? Yeah, I'd agree with Dave said. Uh, I I didn't think he would be as comfortable in that position. Um, it's like uh, Fakir, obviously, never never happened. So he's slotted in. He's probably a poor version of Fakir. I don't know. He mightn't agree with that. But in games against the likes of tonight, Huddersfield, Cardiff, where he'll have a bit of space, I think he's very effective. If... Uh, up against top sides, I don't think Klopp will play him in that position because he's not going to get the time or the space mm. to play them passes. But for games like that where a bit of, they're tight and we're lacking, so since Coutinho went where we had three workhorses in midfield, I think he is now our playmaker that will play and get us on the ball and incisive yeah. passes. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's got a great... You know, obviously, because he's small, low centre of gravity, hard, he's very strong, hard to knock him off the ball. I think his technique is a little underrated as well. You know, I think his first touch is very good. His passing is very good. Can use both feet. Uh, I, I, I agree with Joe. I don't know how what his ceiling is. Like, can he actually... It's not the high. <laughs> it doesn't need to be. He lives in a hobbit hole somewhere <laughs> just inside Stanley Park. If you go and meet all the, the, the Shakira. I mean, let's be honest. In a year from now, he's going to need a double hip replacement. So, I mean, let's oh. just play him while we can. You yeah. know, because He'd be the like one of those dogs. On those hips, like, you know when you know? the dogs lose their back legs yeah. and they put them in like Just a, dragging <laughs> himself along. Like, you know, in a Zimmer <laughs> frame with wheels. <laughs> just see Shakira wandering around the pitch on a Zimmer Either frame that or his calf muscles are going to burst out of their, uh, out of their skin there. Ridiculous yeah, calf muscles. I still don't understand though. Every How could they could be that big? Yeah, in the jerry, but when he takes off his top, like he's he's toned and yeah. I don't know what the jersey is. His shoulders are just freakishly big or something. But his jersey just <laughs> looks like I thought he looks like a little barrel. But then yeah. I don't think he's as big as as he looks. I think he, when he walks like he's carrying two carpets, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, so I think that makes him look a little bigger and then uh, I think you know we all go, everyone goes to the gym right and there's parts of your body where you're like oh, I wish I could just focus on that well he's obviously struggling to put muscle anywhere other than his legs <laughs> you know he's like legs day is every week no he's, prob- yeah, he he's probably skip leg skipped day. leg day for a year and he still <laughs> can't put on his still all just going there it's like oh man he must be so frustrated but I don't think he is as big as, as that um, but he was very good tonight. Okay, boys, I, th- I think it, the one thing that Shakiri seems to be able to reinvigorate is is Salah. He looks to be he's starting to find that form again. We're into we're into the spell that we sort of saw last year, where he came through the initial nine ten games, where he was missing loads of chances. This year, he didn't seem to have many chances. Yeah. But all of a sudden, 
He's starting to find his name on the score sheet again. Scores at the weekend, the winner at the weekend. This one gets the opener. No, Firmino gets, sorry, Firmino gets the opener, but he gets the crucial one just at halftime and it's a penalty. Thankfully, he's able to take a penalty, Yeah, um, which is a big one. Um, and then it just, we just roll on from there. Like it's, it's two, three. They're, they're the crucial goals. They put the, 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 the tie to bed and it just sets it up for everybody else. Is there now a, ch- is there a point to, that, she, that Salah needs that type of player behind him? Like we were very workmanlike with Milner, Henderson and Wijnaldum when they played in there as a three or whatever was, was playing there. Whereas tonight there is that bit of dynamism. I know you said you wouldn't necessarily play him against the bigger sides. Yeah. But you do need that dy- that, that, that dynamitic dynamitic dynamistic dynamism yes dynosaurus rexus type player that can take it yeah it's Tyrannosaurus rex type player that takes it through midfield and just rips shit up <laughs> but he does what he does because he's because he, he's basically attacking the lions from midfield it does create the space for Salah to operate in yeah definitely I Left full, the defenders have obviously worked on Salah and he's not the unknown sort of quality he was last year. So I I think Salah's just getting a lot more attention. So if he's not spot on with his game, he's he's not producing the goods. Whereas, yeah, I think Shakiri is helping him a lot. I still think Salah's, is, even tonight, there's touches, some of his touches, he's... I don't know, it just doesn't look 100%, but maybe two goals tonight, goal the weekend. Mm. You'd hope he kicks on. He had a slow start last season, so I'm hoping he kicks on. I just think defenders are sort of bang wide to what he was doing last year. Sort of going, making the run and dropping in, getting the ball and cutting inside. They're not really letting him do that this mm-hmm. season, but uh, this is three goals in the last two games. So I think that with Salah, you know, sometimes the numbers paint a different picture of the season he had last season you know Salah missed a lot of chances Mm. you know and he was he had games where he was scruffy and he you know misplaced passes but he was clinical at important times and I think we've seen that this season you know he's clinical at important times I I think it's been overplayed the drop off I don't Mm. think he's even dropped 5% 5% in terms of performance levels, you know. I remember going into the season last season, right? First of all, none of us expected him to have the season he did. And we were all looking at Mane and we were so pleased that Mane was back because we missed him the year before. And Mane comes in, but Salah ended up taking a lot of the pressure away. But I don't think Salah went games where he was impeccable. I mean, I think the City game late in uh, in the Champions League is probably one of his better games. But he's always got this style where... He misses the easiest chance, but scores a harder chance. Yeah. You know, he's always had a bit of that about him. Do you remember Suarez in his first two seasons, where like he seemed to hit the post every every yeah. game, and like it just clicked for him then. And I think Salah does that in season. He kind of starts off a bit scruffy, then works it up. But in specifically on the Shakiri thing, I think it means that Salah doesn't have to come as deep to get the ball. Yeah, and I think that that's what makes the difference. Whereas against Huddersfield and against some teams where you know, maybe we've played um, a workman like midfield, or we've played Sturridge. He's having to come deeper to get the ball. But is in this? But that's that's this is what this is how you build form through a season. Like we've gone out, we looked at these games after the the Napoli result, and you're saying right, you take six points against Red Star Belgrade, and you're actually in a great position in the group. You're gonna you're gonna have nine points yeah. going into your last two matches, knowing that one win guarantees your qualification, yeah. or avoiding defeat in those two games guarantees your qualification and potentially even a draw and a loss still guarantees your qualification because you've got 10 points very rarely 
there's a team not qualify out of a group in the Champions League. Particularly with the three teams that are in there yeah. because they're all going to take points off each other. Yeah. So nobody's going to run. And Napoli have dropped points against Red Star, which no one expects. So that's yeah. the six points I've waited against. Exactly. Okay. Come here, I want to move it on. But before we do, we'll just have a quick go of the random <laughs> wheel. There's not as many things. So let's see what's happening on the random wheel thing. No penos, lads. Ah, that, that's that's, it's just handy that it turned out to be no penos. But lads, two penalties, one scored. One missed. And one nearly missed. I mean, Salah's penalty was terrible. Uh, it's, it goes in the back of the net. Yeah. That's all that matters. But the, the re, uh, look, I'm looking at what, what, what I'm asking on this one is Mane's penalty. It's actually a pretty decent save. That's yeah, good. yeah, it was a good save. Yeah, and I agree with Dave. Salah's was a, just smacked the sun. that was nervous taking it yeah. straight down the middle and yeah, keep right in the middle of the guy. The keeper that stood there obviously would have caught it, but it went in, so got, it's a good penalty. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, if we have a, I would have Milner on the bench every game, and if there's a substitution, you bring him on to take him on, yeah, and take yeah. him back off. And they take him back off. I got no problem with that. Like, special teams. We should yeah. have special teams, of course, we should. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we we don't have because all three of our forwards are not what you would call like strikers. They're yeah. not. They're they're wide forwards or converted, you know, attacking midfielders or whatever. They're not natural strikers of the ball. I know that sounds weird. They're all very good players. But they all seem to score kind of scruffy goals. Mm-hmm. That's what they score. Mm-hmm. You know, Firmino's probably the cleanest of them. He'd probably be the one I was most comfortable taking a penalty. Yeah. But actually, the person who should take it is fucking Van Dijk or Trent Alexander. Genie. Or Genie. Or yeah, yeah, I think. It's... But he's Dutch. Yeah, true. Alexander Arnold should be our penalty take. Yeah. I'm yeah. telling you. He, now I know he's, oh, not, Allison. he's not first choice anymore. Allison. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm all for Allison taking the penalties. I don't know. He'd probably try a Cruyff turn and fall over. Like. <laughs> no, I'd go, I'd go for Allison taking the penalties. If you can ping a ball 75 true, yards along yeah. the deck and mean it. I just don't think it needs to be a forward. I think it could be... And our forwards are overrated on penalties. It's just, I just don't get it. Like, give yeah. it to someone who can practice it, can, you know, as I said, Alexander-Arnold has a great free kick on him. Okay. A great set piece. Delivers corners. Fucking let him take penalties. <laughs> Lads, I'd, look, you know, it should have been five because Mane should score, like you expect to score the penalty, but we did get the, the Mane one. We should have had another penalty. Uh, Mane gets shoved over. That's a penalty. Yeah. And it's like, it's really a case of, well, I've given you two, I'm not giving you a tour. Exactly, I'm just taking yeah. the piss now at this stage. But that's a clear penalty. But I'll bring it back. Um, Fabinho, his fourth start um, in, the, in the Champions League. I, I know it's not his fourth start, but it's his fourth start in a, in a proper game as opposed yeah. to the Caribou Nightmare Star Cup game. Um, but he's got huge feet, hasn't he? He's those are those massive. pink boots like like they don't like if if you want to disguise your feet they're the wrong type of boots to be wearing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like little small canal boats floating around the pitch. He's like Sideshow Bob. Yes, you know. Let's be honest, like you know. Yeah, I was very impressed with him tonight. You thought it stuff that I saw previously with him. I know you. I've watched him 40, 50 times. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every minute. No, I've seen him a few times. Yeah, that's a, that's the type of player I saw where get breaking. Winning tackles, breaking uh, breaking down attacks, and then he can carry the ball. He's he's fast. It reminds me a bit of Vieira when I seen him the bit at Monaco that I did. That sort of powerful long strides, bringing the ball out. We saw a bit of that tonight. I think he will be first choice within a month or two. But uh, whatever the reason, Klopp is just slow, I, like Robertson, just slowly bringing him in for whatever reason, just to get up to speed with the rest of them. But uh, I agree with Joe Julier here. He's the new Vieira. Yeah, yeah, new Vieira. No, no, he was very good tonight. Um, now I don't think he. I mean, you know, it's interesting the way 
people have been excited to see him. I don't think he did a lot today that some, you know Henderson doesn't do when he plays there or when Adam or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but what I think he he's got a great engine on him. He's mm. physical, better with his feet than I thought he was going to be. Yeah. In the little bits I seen of him because he looked a bit. I mean, in one breath you're like, oh, he looks a bit like Vieira, but then you worry he could be like. Well, according, Biscan to, or something, like, you know? according to lads coming in here with the stats because the stats are important he won 18 of his 24 jewels I don't even know if that's good is that I, good I, I don't, 18 out 18 of 24 yeah, that's, that's like, 75% isn't that 75% yeah. is that good yeah take that we'll clap did he have 24 duels like in that game neither Ocean's, yeah. ele- Ocean's 11 didn't win that many jewels when he raised it I don't get it I don't understand yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, all right, there we go. Nice 70, he won it. 75% of his duels. Now, if that was Henderson, it would be like he only won 75%, 75% of his duels. He lost 25%. Does anyone know? Against that team. Do <laughs> anyone know what his small XPS, is, which is a uh, pass sideways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> was for tonight against us? <laughs> I think it was uh, 0.9. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> was it? yeah. That's it. In, interesting. I have to say, good, I, yeah. I, 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 I may have bantered. That uh, I was starting to call him Christian Fabian Olsen. Uh, <laughs> 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 I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw something on Twitter you calling him the as you do in your non uh, hyperbolic way of like the worst sign in, the most pointless sign in ever, or something, wasn't yeah. it? Was Did that was was that? it was yeah. it was that? Yeah. Did I use him or use yeah. somebody else? No, definitely him. The most pointless sign in. No, Kaiser, Kaiser, no, no. It was for <laughs> Was it, yeah? Yeah. Was it? Look, you could have done both. I could have done both. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah, well, Cade, so. Cade, I stand by. Like, you know, people were saying like the, the based on, well, I'm thinking 50 million, I'm thinking start, I'm thinking having a massive impact and when none of that happens. I think what we've seen is it's, though, it's a difficult side to step, to come into, right? Yeah. I don't want to give out with this. I don't want to give out with this. But what, all I want to say is that the midfield tonight did look fairly Good. Yes, I it had a lovely balance. Because they had defined roles as well. Yeah. Like Fabino played at the base, Shakira played at the top. Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, when Adam is a box to box, that's yeah. where you'd want to see him. So I was pretty happy with it tonight. Oh. Um oh. <laughs> I love when you're happy, Dave. I love when you're happy. Oh, I'm it's, always happy. Mate. It's it's the most important thing. Yeah. I, I I know when it when when life. I'm is even good. happy when Lovren plays. You know, so it's all right. Like, yeah. I don't, the only thing is Miller was missing. How do you shoehorn him back into that midfield? I don't think Fabinho starts against Cardiff. No, no, no. no. You know that's the change. I think you'll I probably think, make. Yeah, that's what I'd expect. Yeah, just Milner comes back in for Fabinho. Yeah. Well, you do have to suppose to get a second passport for those boots. To, they're so big. And <laughs> <laughs> to get a docking license down in Cardiff to get, to get them in. I mean, we're like the midfielders. He may uh, keep Milner back mm. and, and give Fabino another goal uh, against Cardiff. But, but these, these are the games, I, I argued yeah. this the, the last week. These are the games that you wanted to see Shakiri get a run in. You want yeah. to see Fabinho get a run in. If Lalanne is going to get some game time, these are the games you want exactly. to see him play in. Yeah. You know, like sending the tree out, seeing Firmino back tonight and seeing him play as well as he did, that's great. Yeah. Right. Let him go again now. Yeah. You know? Look look at Sturridge. Sturridge comes on, he has again he has an impact in this match. I'm I'm loving the, yeah. this version of Sturridge where the fella comes in and he has an impact and he's not picking up the injuries. It was your point about Lalana's run through towards the end of the brief cameo, he comes in, bursts through the middle. And we were just waiting for him to pull his hamstring or something like that yeah, as he yeah. stretches to get the ball. And, yeah. and that's the disappointing thing. We're just waiting for the injury to happen. Well, I think that what we've got now is a, is a squad where, you know, uh, our old friend, Damo Flood, God rest his soul, he always used to say, you buy people to put your starters on the bench, right? Yeah. And that's what we did with, 
with some of our signings is that we can put the likes of Lalana and that on the bench. So um, I think it's good to see some of these squad players. I wouldn't have Sturridge starting. I just don't think the system no. is set up for him. Um, but I'm a little worried about us in the midfield, actually. Yeah. I, I, like, I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing a couple of youngsters get a go, actually. But, but should you be worried about the midfield? I don't know. I mean, I think that way. Are we over worrying about this? Well, Henderson's out. Cater's out. Uh, you know, Milner can't play every game. No. So then you you are down to Wijnaldum. But, but you have two or three, don't you? Yeah, the Cardiff, I mean, yeah. like, not for hard if I don't mean for Henderson that. is definitely missing the Cardiff game. Yeah. Right? They've already said that. So I they're not going to risk it. Longer, actually, so you're probably looking at. You're looking at two of the three. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah. so you've got two or three, which actually puts you in a relatively decent spot in terms of squad with yeah. two to come back and in. And if Lallana gets to a fitness level where he yeah. can play in the midfield, then great. And then you've got you've got Shakiri and you've got Lallana to battle in that yeah. sort of attacking midfield spot, and then you've got Storage to step in for one of the top three. The only problem with play, having Shakiri now in that position is that you potentially are losing your cover across your top three yeah. end. I still think... I still think it's important that he, he's going to be used to help out the front three rather than the midfield because Stur- I'd agree with Dave. Sturridge is grand coming on for these 10 minute cameo roles. I don't want Sturridge near that starting 11. Mm. Yeah, I agree. Nowhere near it. There's like, a romanticism about him, and I get it. But on the facts, he isn't. It's not even that he's not going to. I don't mean it that way. It's just the system is yeah. not for him. No. He can't it play that system. exposes all yeah. his weaknesses. Yeah. And yeah I, I'd still. But he's a good squad player. Yeah. Give him 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm totally happy with that. You saw against Chelsea, that point that could go a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's mad to think that we're missing, you know, Oxley Chamberlain, Henderson, and Keita, who arguably would be his first choice midfield. Yeah. Mm. So we're missing our first choice midfield. I wouldn't necessarily be the fans' first choice, but I think it is. Just want to wrap on the, on the defence. Weren't really tested tonight. You've got, but again, it's another clean sheet. That's our four hundred eighteenth clean sheet. Yeah, and in nineteen eighty two. I know. Yeah, it's impressive, isn't it? <laughs> really. Yeah, is. but looks solid. That's my uh, first choice back four personally. Yeah. But I don't think it's Klopp's. But they uh, weren't tested tonight. Gomez, Van Dijk, Cruz through the game. Robins, Robertson. Brilliant going forward again. So uh, I think it is his first. I just think he can't. He thinks he can't play Alexander Arnold in every game. Yeah, I think it probably if he. Well, he's only fifteen. Yeah, so if like, he had to pick one game, and he only had to pick a team, and he had all his players. I think that's his first choice. Yeah, I but I think he goes. And Gomez has been brilliant at right back as well. And Lovren's a very, 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 very good centre half. So you know, I but Gomez is centre half. I mean, we were talking about it earlier. It's like. And give the guy a 10-year contract. I mean, oh, how much have we struggled to sign centre-backs and suddenly now we have two, you know, world-class centre-backs playing together, completely covering each other. And we've got Gomez as well. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well the beauty of having you on tonight, Dave, was really to talk about Lover when we get into the next section. But um, I will say, Gomez, the one thing that really impressed about me, about Gomez, we saw the Red Star Belgrade player in the last 10 minutes break towards the, the Liverpool box look like he had two or three yards in him but the recovery pace yeah. if you put Gomez and it's the same with Van Dijk put them over a 10-15 yard sprint and their recovery pace they aren't great off the mark but their last their first five yards ain't yeah. great but their last 10 yards is absolutely fantastic well the difference between them is that I don't think I've ever seen Van Dijk have to recover you know he's just a little bit smarter whereas Gomez physically can do it yeah. Van Dijk's quick but Gomez is lightning I mean absolutely so fast. I mean, he covered that ground. As you say, he's mm. got three or four or five 
yard, uh, you know, head start that he still catches him yeah. and wins the tackle and passes the ball. I mean, can't do, can't do better. <laughs> better than the skirtle slide. Remember the skirtle slide? Oh. <laughs> the match of the day skirtle slide, yeah. you know? I do. I was, uh, uh, the cameo that Moreno had on, he had a couple of lovely back fields and, yeah, and flips. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I know people get, get annoyed with Moreno. But at the same time, I do miss the ninja tackle. I used to love the ninja, the ninja tackle. tackle. The wrong side of the player, fly about three foot off the ground, two I, feet. I miss the, not miss the skirtle slide, but that's what I made. It used to make me laugh. We, he would have, you know, conceded to giving away a penalty and then in the 80th minute, he'll come sliding across into the advertising board and get yeah. up as if... And like a, big, just, a big round of applause would echo it. around and yeah, say, look at that hard man. No, he's terrible. <laughs> he's terrible. <laughs> uh, back in and we were just ta- discussing there around the whole defence and how solid we look, um, even though... Red Star Belgrade weren't really up to much right? um, just looking at a couple of the comments that came through and a lot of it is revolving around Shakiri in, in terms of what he's brought um, and we've already started to discuss that but I want to look at Mane I know Dave you mentioned earlier on that you know he's, he's he, he brings something different to the table since he has but for me anyway he hasn't been on great form since the first international break he looked a bit more lively tonight without being exceptional and the one for what the big difference in that front three, and I thought there was good interplay between the three of them, but the big difference for me was that Firmino and Salah really stepped up again, and Mane is still sort of in that in between his own. Yeah, you know, without getting all conspiratorial, you know, there's a lot of um, contract noise around mm. in the background. You wonder, like, is he like is he hundred percent on it? You know, in terms of his his thinking. But then again, I mean, we've talked about this last season and we thought, oh, he's having a bad patch. And he, and he did go through a bad patch and then suddenly he just clicks into life. And I don't think he played badly tonight. Yeah. I don't think he's played badly all season, really. He's probably just not as influential as he was. Um, I'd like to see him swap him over a little bit. You know, like he plays a lot on the left, yeah. uh, Mane. Um, and sometimes when you're not, when it's not going for you, you know, Pulling you to the other side and asking you to do something a little bit different. You yeah. know, beat the man, cross, whatever, link up with Alexander-Arnold, stuff like that. Um, I just wonder would that help him a little bit. But I don't really think there's too much to worry about. As I said, the only thing for me is like, I'd like to see him sign the contract. I'd like to like it to be done and dusted, you know, so that he's staying. Um, so we'll see. We'll have to see. But I thought he was pretty good tonight, actually. I mean, mm. he's wasteful, but he's always been wasteful. Yeah. You know, he's just that type of player. Gav, thanks for joining us from behind the production desk. No problem. It's lovely to have you here. Great. Great, great hammer angles, but Great to be, angles, great to be here. I walk on them all week. Fantastic. Honestly. Great. What's happened? It's good to see your eyes are still open. I just about oh, no, yeah. fucking hate living in here. Gav, you've watched, you you watched you you live here. Mm. So um and you have a lovely teddy to watch the game on. Mm. Was that a lovely football match for you? Uh I, I said, well, I said, I, me and uh, Dave watched it, and I said to Dave coming up to the end of it, I didn't think it was a great game. Mm. It was a very easy game um, for the majority, probably not the first 10 minutes. I thought we were all over the place. But you're talking about Mane there. Um, I think when you're talking about Mane, Salah, Firmino, any, any, all them attacking players, this all comes back to Alex Oxley Chamberlain, in my opinion. It genuinely does. I think Klopp tonight was trying to look for this 4-2-3-1, I think, you know, and try to get a fourth man joining them three yeah. to cause a bit more havoc. 4-2-3-1. 4-2-3-1. Three in the front of the one, behind the two, all that sort of stuff. But Chamberlain last season broke from midfield <laughs> and, you know, he, he when he broke into these areas, it gave those three licences to cause havoc yeah. and go anywhere they wanted. They look a bit restricted because they're not getting that 
kind of penetrating back up, I suppose, from from midfield. But on Mane, yeah, you'd want to see the contract being sorted. As with regards to the game, four 0 easy, no injuries. Yeah, some good performance, some alright performances. You can't ask so much more. Joe, go. Like, it is the point we're making around the Shakiri thing. But like the, the opening goal, Shakiri breaks his bollocks to get back into his own half, wins the ball comes away from the tackle takes the pass and then slots through another ball through for Salah to, to, to score the opener oh, was it, was, no, no, Firmino. no Firmino but yeah. plays Robertson in and then yes, Robertson yeah. gets the ball across and Firmino picks it up and, and, and drives it home I was thinking of the, the, the goal on Sunday it is that it's it, we've been lacking that link between that front three and the midfield for a good bit of the season at this stage. <coughs> yes, since Coutinho left, that's that's been our issue. I know Oxlade-Chamberlain came in, but he was more of a breaking the lines, physical player. He's not someone that you'd technically will sit in there and make them passes. The, we got Shakiri. I think but you're he getting someone, Joe. You're getting someone in the middle of the park that's pushing with it. Yeah. Do you know the kind of, that's what yeah, I'm thinking so, about. Yeah, we don't. I think Fakir was the player that would have done that for us. And at a higher quality level than uh, Shakiri, but um, getting a feeling that you like Fakir. Yeah, just uh, I, you, think, how I think. How many games just, you watch him? How many games I've seen? Honest, <laughs> honestly, probably seen him ten times. Yeah, but I think against, especially there a few weeks hey, ago against tops. City. Um, in the Etihad, like he was, he played that little in, in behind the striker, and he. Dictated the whole game against like doing that against Man City away in the Champions League. That's that's another level of ball. I don't think we probably ha- Shakiri could do that, but he's uh, he's definitely the only player we have in the squad right now that can do that role of sort of in between midfield and uh, up front. So yeah, I can see why he's going to be starting the starting eleven for the for the foreseeable future. I can't. Until we come up against the top side, I don't top know side. if Klopp will trust them in there in the tree. But wait and see. Um, I, I, I don't outside. I know it, it, it's it's just that, very routine. Phil, that wasn't even a, like you just made like eighteen sounds. I know. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Do, do you know what? I'm trying to extrapolate points out of a game that was so run of the mill in a good way. The, the the best point I can make out of that is that we've been promising to whack a load of goals past somebody for a while and without looking like we could score a load of goals tonight we've managed to put four past the team it's, we still haven't I still haven't got that 5-0, 6-0 we've absolutely battered a team over even though we played really well tonight made loads and loads of chances and she could have had five, I mean, if not six. Nine or seven. shots on goal, seventeen. Sh- uh, sorry, seventeen shots on goal, nine on target. Yeah, four goals. Uh, did I keep him make a save? <coughs> I don't think no, we I don't think he did. No. I mean, the thing is, right? Those games where we we blow teams away, I think there's a little bit of we don't need to do that now. And mm. I, I think that is actually a tactical thing. I think Klopp Save has gone. Legs, like- you know, like we're not going to concede two or three goals. Right, we're going to concede one. So why should why play at a hundred miles an hour the whole time? But why would you blow teams away in September and October of the season when you need exactly. to? That's when, what I mean. Yeah. we don't need to, right? So I think he, I think he's holding it back. I think Klopp going into the summer and and starting a season more so than anything wants to win the league. I think he's doing everything he's doing is to win the league, and I think he's he's looking at it in in groups of games and saying, well. We didn't need to get out of first gear 
uh, at the very beginning. Then we had a really tough run of fixtures where we had to he had to play the the players that knew the system and knew how yep. to get, and to get through those games. Now he's experimenting a little bit and he's going okay. Let's see what everyone's going to do. And then I think the next phase will be now we know everyone knows how to do it. Everyone knows what he's going to want for them and he can unleash them a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he knows that because we've got basically the best player in the world at centre half, Dan Lovren. No, I mean Van Dyke. That like. You know, we've got the best goalkeeper in the league statistically and we've got the best centre-half in the league, I think, statistically. I think Laporte and, and Van Dijk, as we talked about. So we don't need to go out and think we need to score three goals. And I do think that has a mindset impact on the players. And tactically, then, they just go, well, we'll just win 2-0 then instead of 8-0. Um, I think he's right. Uh, Matt said this the other night in the fat back four he, his first comment on the game after the Huddersfield game was he feels Klopp is holding the back as well mm-hmm. and there has to be something in that because if you watch 16-17 uh, we start like a fucking house on fire mm-hmm. um, I think up to November we're absolutely It's I think it's Watford and Hull at home I think we absolutely dismantle and everyone's saying title contenders and the wheels completely fall off yeah. I think from it was a New Year's Day maybe against Sunderland away. Sunderland away, and it went on, went on, and it coincided with Mane being away at the African Nations. I think, yeah. but and then if you watch last season, we have a very indifferent start. Then we go on a brilliant run after the sports game, but the legs come off us a little bit as well. You know, despite the Man City, Roma stuff like that, the legs come off because or the wheels come off it because the, the probably the lack of depth and the amount of games we're having to play. Now I think there's something in this because. Like Dave said, instead of us going out at 100 miles an hour, trying to dismantle teams, we're saying, we're not going to concede, lads. Two, two will do this. And he's not worrying too much about goal difference at the minute because everyone's making a massive deal of it and City and stuff. But City are playing fucking Leinster Senior League teams every week at this stage. It's, it's yeah. ridiculous. So I think if we can, if and I've said this for a long time, if we can stay in this and turn into January, February, and, I, and I've said that, I've, I've openly said this, if we go into the middle of March level with City, we win this league. And I stand by that 100%. Because if he gets this right between November and February, I don't think anyone stops us. I, I think he's thinking about that. it a lot more. I think that probably his first two seasons, he was like, we're going to play my way and that will win X amount of games, right? That gets you into the top four. Like, we know that if Klopp plays his way, we'll win enough games to get top four. And I think what he's looking at it now and he's going, well, to win the league, you need different Mm. skills mm. I mean they always say this right attack attacks uh, sorry defence win championships right so goals win games defence wins championships yep. I mean it's a lot of nonsense because usually the team with the best defence also pretty much has the best attack you know City are going to be there or thereabouts but we, not the Milan 1993 <laughs> you know he scored 8 goals and won the league yeah, scored yeah. Eight goals he's also showing that he can he's and I, Guardiola's a genius but Guardiola plays the game one way Mm. Right, and he plays that way. Whereas Klopp is saying, "Well, I can coach a defense. Actually, I just needed players who could do what I needed to do, and I can. And we know he can coach an attack. I think if he gets his midfield right, which is still for me the the question, then yeah, I agree with uh, I agree with Gav. I mean, City going to take some stopping, but I think when the whole um, 
steroid abuse comes out about what they do when they play. <laughs> this and is I my think, point. I think they'll get dogs. Joe, how, how many league titles can we win by just coming second to City? Because eventually the yeah. drugs thing will kick back. We're due a couple of Serie A's on Juventus. I don't. We're getting a league. We're getting a league cup. Like Klopp has won a trophy. Yeah. The biggest thing about the biggest reason I say that you know about this whole March thing and, and the lads on the Fatback Forest said to me, You're mental for saying that, you're, you're digging a hole. So it doesn't bother me if I dig a hole or not. But the biggest thing for me is you watched City last season, it was a procession from November onwards, it really was. I think if City are looking at us in March going, they're still there. They're still on our tails, and you know, you look. Nobody builds up a stereo like Liverpool fans if we're if we're flying. Nobody does, and I I, I don't think City will fancy. Well, I I want to just the, the closing on, on tonight, um, because hysteria is a good place to go, right? So it looks like a brief brief look at what the the, the hysteria means. It looks at this moment, right? And Fabinho being arguably the greatest defensive midfielder the world has ever seen is is definitely starting to come in there. I'm seeing he's won nine jewels or nine aerial duels and he won nine tackles and his ca- 12 pass, tackles I his pass completion rate was 100% and he was 75% towards breaking a fella's ankle as well yeah and he did 75% winning all his duels yeah. and uh, and, and his le- feet are bigger than my car so his feet are bigger than cars yeah, and so and and he's taller than a mountain but we've also got and this is this is the one this is the quiet one because this will creep up more towards the weekend Van Dijk was captain tonight Mm. There's pictures now of people. Yeah, it looks. It suits them. It suits them, does it? Joe, are you are you on the captain bus? Yeah, no, I'm on the Van Dyke captain bus. Joe's driving the. (laughs) I'm a big fan of Van Dyke. I wouldn't be as Dave. Dave is. I think Dave has said he's our most important player. Or no, you didn't say that. You said he's the best player we've had had since since Suarez. I can't agree with that, but. He's top five in the world centre back, in my opinion now. And Name the five bar. Yeah, who's four? I said top five, so I didn't say there was four. Better. He didn't say there was five bar. I'd, I'd have it. If I had the, the top five, be Godin, Varane, Ramos and Chiellini and Van Dijk. Now, I'm not going to do them one to five, but I can... Do them one to five, John. Well, I'd have them all probably ahead of Van Dijk. In the back five. Because... <laughs> Until Van Dijk wins something. Play Van Dijk up front. He has to win. You can't say he's better than the likes of Ramos he, until he wins, starts winning things. So in a couple of years' time, maybe he'll say. I think I said he was the best in the league and he's our best player since Suarez. Who's been better since Suarez, better than Van Dijk? Salah. Salah. Nah. I has. He's been great. Last season doesn't happen without <laughs> Salah. I think Atheno was in there. Janriano was this and that was without Van Dijk. We'd already turned a corner. We don't go without Van Dijk. No, we'd already no. turned a corner with no. Van, without Van Dijk. <laughs> we had Lovren and we had Matip and it was rock solid, right? <laughs> after after the Tottenham game, listen, it you was know rock I'm solid. on the Lovren bus. Right? I know, but so. I'm, ju- I'm saying last season happens without Van Dijk. What doesn't happen? Is if Salah's not there, we oh. don't have the 163 million goals he scored. When me and De- when me and Dave were watching the match earlier, we were talking yeah. about. Um, Dave, oh. when we are that fellow over there, David, um, I can call him Dave if he wants. <laughs> call him wherever you want. But <laughs> the, call him DVD. Like <laughs> <laughs> but um, now we we were speaking about um, the game as we went along, and Van Dijk came up, and we both agreed that it's it's not his actual play. It, don't get me wrong, his actual play is a, it's it's outstanding at times, but it's what he does to everyone else. Like if you watch when so Lovren plays for an actual play. No, like it's just he he just oozes this fucking confidence out of him and it just spreads across the team. Like if you put 
you know, Lovren and Gomez together. And it might happen if Van Dijk gets injured. You'll probably see a bit jittery and a bit uncertain and you might a couple of mad fucking slice clearances. But they just look so assured beside him. And Robertson just knows it could go up and down that line all day. Cause that but Joe, is, is that not classic spine building? What, what, what Klopp has done, he's, he's, he's inserted a spine into the team that wasn't there before he arrived. And it's the first thing that all great managers have always done yeah. is put the spine of a team in place and then built around the spine. Yeah, and he wanted it, Van Dijk. And I, I, when he started going to that level, the money, I was having me doubts. But uh, listen, Klopp has been right and every, well, nearly everything he's, he's done since he came in. He wanted Van Dijk and he's been better than any of us had imagined. He's probably will, will be our captain next season. And like Gav says there, when he's playing, he doesn't swing at balls. He doesn't really make many mistakes. He's just fr- like Paul McGrath playing beside Phil Babb. He's just a common influence there. And he makes he makes Gomez look even like better. Like Phil Babb. Shout, Joe. Do you know, you're talking about spine building and you're right. You know, Van Dijk, Allison. Um, Fabinho's we wait and see Keita you know Wijnaldum who's been their player of the season so far you know right outstanding again the, tonight yeah exactly uh, he done everything he, he was asked to do again tonight and more um, yeah well not probably more but he done everything he was asked to do <laughs> and then more. you have then you have the front three right but it's not ability it's, it, it's he spreads an arrogance and a self belief that's what he spreads I agree so my point on Van Dijk is that he's the best the impact he's had on the team maybe that's the way I say it he's had a bigger impact on that team than any player since Suarez. So Salah... Does that carry through to missing penalties? Because the Dutch can't take penalties. Well, we haven't tried him out yet, right? We need to try him out with an armband, see what he can do. Like, we're not going to win a penalty shoot if he's spreading his influence. My point is that Salah had an amazing season, right? Unbelievable season. So if you replace Salah in that team with someone who is not quite as good, but good, he probably has a 20-goal season or 15-goal or whatever. So there's a drop-off. But if you place Van Dyke, all of that defence goes to shit. And I agree with you about this. I'm going to pull out a clip of you saying the defence isn't that bad before Van Dyke signs. Oh, I'm sure there's one there. But listen, that's <laughs> the beauty of football, right? We're all, we're all idiots when it comes to it. Uh, but I agree with you about the great managers <coughs> building a spine. I think that's what you know, our great managers have, have done. If you look at Rodgers, you know, he minulay Colo Touring. Scale. Benteke, you know, yeah. there we go. That's <laughs> the spine. Right? So I agree. Balotelli, yeah. Benin. No, Barini was his first striker, I think he said. Yeah, he was. First so the first goalkeeper was Mignolet. Se- first defender was Toure. First midfielder was Mil- Joe Allen. Allen. And then first forward was Barini. Yeah. Mm. yeah. There's how to build a spine. There we go. That's yeah. how you do it, lads. Wheelchair bound, that is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing hell. we won a game. They'd even I mean, struggle to get a game with Celtic. That's how bad they Amazing we won a game. Jesus. Um, right, look, I, I, I want to start. To, I was, I was briefly going to touch on Lovren, but I can't because I've, I've had too much yeah, fun with, with Van Dyke now at this stage. He's um, just great, Lovren. Just leave it there. Just leave it. Just there. leave it at that. Yeah. But okay, so look, briefly looking on because I know the the cup table will look after the the Cardiff match, right? Um, it's it's not a game you can actually look forward to because it's a Neil Warnock team because it's, 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 it's just oh. going to be. They're going to just put like 11 million people in the box. They're going to get the crowd down and put them in the box and just try not to get out of their box and put as many people between them. Joe, how hard is it going to be to watch this at the weekend? Um, I, I think if we get an early goal, this could be, it could be until I don't, I think Cardiff will be one of the worst teams ever to play in the Premier League. They've, n- they've nothing about them at all. So, 
It's gonna it's gonna be dogged if it goes into half time and nil all. It's just gonna be a horrible second half. But I think I think we'll just have way too much quality and get a, an early goal with kill days and tear them apart. I'm expecting another four or five now. Mm. Would you make any changes, Gav? Uh, well, it was interesting what he done tonight. I think he played too deep when Aldam and, and Fabino, and then he had actually had Firmino in front, which carry a man each side. Um, I'd, I'd like to see him go back to the three in midfield. And I, I've said it since last week, I want Fabino to start. And I want him to start. I want to see Fabino in our team as the deepest midfielder with the other two playing like we've always played. You know, if whether it's a Wijnaldum and a Milner where they, they roam around and they pick up positions and he's responsible for that. They're solely not, responsible for it. But he's going to... All Warnock will do is if he sees Fabinho starts, he's going to tell whoever's playing in defence to kick the ball at his head and kick him as much no, as possible. No, what, he, what, he's, what he'll do is what he'll do is he'll just drop a striker onto Fabinho and hope. But but the problem you have against Liverpool <coughs> now is is that if you drop your striker onto, onto Fabinho if he starts at the weekend, the problem you have is that Van Dijk and Gomez are really, really good footballers. You know, the, you've seen Van Dijk come out and ping balls 50, 60 yards left and right. So it... it that sort of tactic can be negated very, very quickly against us. Would I like to see any changes from tonight? Mm. Um, no, I like the back four. The keeper's fine. Air to play mode doesn't get a look in. Um, Fabino. No, I think I go the same. I think yeah. I go the same again. Yeah, because I like. I, I, but, but one thing, get Firmino off that wing and get him in, in centrally. Dave, does Lovin come back in? Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think we talked about it before that. Uh, he can't play Alexander-Arnold in every game so he's going to have to rotate and Gomez is very good at right back Lovren's very good at centre-half um, wouldn't be surprised me if Milner came back in because it's Cardiff it's gnarly you need someone with a bit of like bit of experience in those in those games because to, to Gaz point they're going to or Joe sorry they're going to kick the shit out of us Um you know, I'm a Liverpool fan, so I don't like Neil Warnock, and I'm from Swansea, so I don't like Cardiff. So for me, I've never wanted a team to get thumped as much as I do uh, Neil Warnock's Cardiff. But I think it's actually going to be a bit of a, you know, dogs of war stuff. They just beat Fulham. They they drew, I think, the game before that. So they're actually in a little bit of form, uh, Cardiff. They 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 got nothing to lose, you know, playing us, and Warnock will have them so wound up. Uh, so I think it'll be a bit gnarly. I think we'll win. I think we'll win, and I think we'll win, you know, comfortably, 2-0. Um, but I don't think we're going to roll over him. Yeah, Warnock has said before about centre-half Saul Bamba that he's as good as that in the Premiership. <laughs> so, that was rocker, isn't he? Yeah, but I'm, I like, I'm going to be interested to see if he's as good as Van Dijk in this game. Yeah. yeah. Who is he? What? He's the centre-half. Yeah. He's mm. around 7 foot, good, yeah. seven foot one and very good in the air. And playing besides another sort of Big, tall, awkward centre-half who's eligible for Ireland, apparently. Morrison. So Deadly. They're, Get just, him in. they're physical, I think. They've just got to struggle with the movement, hopefully. And, yeah. Yeah, your man will declare for England. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> have we a Champions League match next week? Uh, no, we don't have a Champions League match next week, from what I know. I think so it's the week after. The week after. So a, yeah. a rest week next week. No, it's Cardiff and then it's Fulham, isn't it? Fulham the following weekend. Yeah, Fulham's the one for me, I think, where we go out and blitz them. Yeah. I think Cardiff's not so much. I think it's Fulham, well, Cardiff just blitz Fulham. So yeah, no, I think you see but you see Fulham for me, they're just way too open. Off the ball, when they don't yeah. have the ball, they're all over the fucking shop. And if you do that against us, if you give us any sort of encouragement, we'll um we'll 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 take it all all day long. Prediction. Um 
3 3-0 to Liverpool mm. Joseph I'm just going to ch- I know I said 4 5 nil, but I've just been thinking about this a little bit more and, and I'm going to back it I'm going to go 6 nil. Liverpool 6 nil. Yeah. So, bad so we want 6 I'll tell you what we'll do if Red's better listening because they obviously are cause should they, do a special yeah, on that they, do a special on 6 nil, and we'll throw money on it and we'll put we'll give it to charity if it wins Joe's bet Big Joe's bet this what? week we'll in association <laughs> Big Joe's bet in association with Red's bet 6 nil to Liverpool against Cardiff yeah, we'll so take Phil, that, Phil we'll take does not seven. speak for everyone on the podcast yeah. when he says yeah. we will give it to charity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we will yeah um, and Milo's Dave Thomas charity. score please I think we'll win 2-0 scruffy 2-0 Everyone will freak out because we haven't battered them. 126 nil. Just, uh, I'll just round out with a couple of things. Never, ever Shakiri get man of the match. Shakiri <laughs> get man of the match, even if he doesn't play. We're never conceding again. So. Mo Salah got man of the match the weekend and <laughs> on BT. Yeah, yeah. He did, How did yeah. Robertson look at it. Well, that was the only. I clearly, fucking. I actually, on the, only, the only thing I was going to ask was, would you give Robertson a rest? I think he's played 106 no, games not in against a row, this. right? And play. Gomez potentially at left back and play Trent Alexander Arnold at right back. No, no he no. might play Marino though. Or might play Klein at left back, who's more than capable of playing at left back. The, the, the biggest thing about this game, Phil, is if you have a back four there, you know, where your, your full backs are given license to go forward, which they will be, they'll be nearly auxiliary wingers, and you look for Manny and Salah to get more centrally and play. The problem you have is your full backs have to be able to go up and down, but on top of that, they need to be brilliantly. Brilliantly set, okay. you know, for um, yeah. no watching their breaks. That's what you, you know. What I mean, care. concentration. They need to be. They need <laughs> to be uh, but no, but no, they do. They need, and the, yeah. the one thing that lets Moreno down above other things is <laughs> shut up. The other thing that lets him down yep. is is concentration wow. against teams we dominate against. Great. So there you go. <laughs> I've no idea what you're just saying. I know. I, I, I know anyway, um, I just want yeah. to wrap this up. So look, on, the, the, a couple of things. Yeah, no Jorginho when you Yeah, it just says here it was another lovely. No, lo- lovely using the words lovely Champions League night at Anfield thank you all for the support and giving the positive vibe towards the game last but not least congratulations on your 50th goal Mo Salah I thought he scored his 50th goal at the weekend no 50th goal alright 50 goal in England so there's a stat on Twitter that Mo Salah's been in Liverpool for 14 months and he's already their fifth highest scorer ever in Europe there you go um, and now to be fair I thought that was going to be the tweet of the night however I found this one the tweet of the night goes to Leeds United so, uh, Noel Horan today tweeted that no one likes Leeds. In response, Leeds United said, no one likes your solo career. Bring back One Direction. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Love it. <laughs> so, uh, that was that. Uh, right, so, yeah, thanks again. This is the club. This was the club in association with Reds Bet. Correct. We're going to get on Joe's charity bet, 6-0 against Cardiff at the weekend. Um, as I said, the cop table is back on Friday with a full preview of the match. I think they've got somebody, <laughs> they found someone who supports Cardiff. I thought most of them were locked up at this stage. Um, and <laughs> then on Sunday, the Fatback 4 are back and also Steve will be back with the final whistle after the game on Saturday. Is that an evening kickoff on... No, three o'clock, sorry. It's three o'clock. Mm-hmm. That, it was, it's a rare three o'clock sit off. Brilliant. Um, okay, that's and so that's it. So anyway, big thanks to Dave Thomas, to Joe, and to Gav for coming over from the production desk to sit behind the mic. This has been the club. I've been your host, Phil Casey. Good night and God bless. People say treat yourself like you need a reason, but McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee, get any size for a dollar sixty nine, or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hey, imagine if all your frustrations about advertising your business could be solved right now. You should know that podcast listeners are more engaged in higher converting than any other advertising medium. So try AdHub today and reap the rewards of Spreaker's self-advertising platform. It makes it as effortless as ever to be heard by thousands, regardless of the listening app they use. Visit Spreaker.com forward slash AdHub. That's S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R.com forward slash AdHub. And start using your advertising dollars in an impactful way.